Back to InfoTrack. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. A new research study shows that rental housing costs have jumped in the past decade, putting the squeeze on millions of Americans. Here to discuss this is Dan McHugh, research manager for the Harvard Joint Center for Housing Studies. The numbers really tell the tale here, and your study showed some dramatic changes over the past decade. How much have rental costs increased? Well, according to our measures, you know, since 2000, rental costs have increased 6%, which doesn't sound like much. But when you compare that to the drop that we've seen in renter incomes, it's really added up to increasing affordability concerns. Your study showed that the demand for rental housing has increased as well. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, it's kind of the flip side of the fallout from the housing crisis across the Great Recession where, you know, we saw a drop in home ownership rates. Well, the flip side of the drop in home ownership rates has been an increase in rentership. And so renting has increased from about 31% of all households at the peak of the market in 2004, all the way up to 35%. So it's more than a third of all households are renters. Another finding is that there's been a big increase in the percentage of income that people are paying for rent. Correct. The standard guideline for affordable housing and threshold, if you will, is whether or not your housing takes up more than 30% of your income. We found in this report that only half of all renters meet that threshold. So the other half of all renters are living unaffordably, according to a common measure. And how much is this up from 10 years ago? It's up quite a bit, isn't it? It's up pretty significantly. People didn't always pay this much for rent. We go back even further through the decades. You know, Back in the 1960s, one of our earlier markings, only about one out of every four renters paid more than 30% of their incomes on housing costs. So now it's up to half. You know, back then, we look at even more extreme rental cost burdens of people who are stuck paying more than half of their incomes on their rents. And we have a quarter of all households doing that. So that's a pretty high number. We're talking on InfoTrack with Dan McHugh, who's research manager for the Harvard Joint Center for Housing Studies, talking about a new study. Dan, I guess going back to Economics 101 and supply and demand, isn't this situation really to be expected since the demand for rental properties is up, that prices should rise? That's correct. The demand for rental housing has indeed gone up. There's been over one and a quarter million new renters per year over the past three years. So that's a pretty significant increase in people looking for rental homes. On the other hand, in terms of supply, the rental supply has not been increasing nearly as fast. Rental production is still below levels it saw over the 2000s. And a lot of renters are looking for a place to live, especially an affordable place. And increasingly, an affordable rental home is harder and harder to find. For those in the lower rungs of income, the extremely low-income renters, as you put it, what's the situation for them? It's a tough situation, isn't it? It sure is. You know, extremely low renters, the definition we use are those making under 30% of the area median. And nationwide, there's about 12 million of them, so it's not a small number. And we found that for every 100 extremely low-income renters, there were only 30 rental units that were affordable and available to them. Others were just either too high of a rent, or there are also cases where lower rent units were being rented by higher income renters, you know, taking it out of their hands. But still, the challenge of housing someone with such low incomes 
at the extreme level, it's barely enough to cover operating costs for landlords. And in some cases, we see that you know utility costs alone take up 15% of a renter's income. When 15% of your income is just going to your utility bills, it's hard to have enough money left over for rent and for all the other necessities. Looking to the future, do you see the situation stabilizing as more private companies build rental units due to this demand? I think somewhat. I think it has accelerated the past few years, meaning you know the number of renters and the demand for renters. And I think that will settle down. I think renter growth will settle down. Rental production will continue to add units onto the market. But I do think the challenges remain. The challenges have been creeping up over the decades simply because it's difficult to produce new housing with rents low enough to be affordable to lowest income renters without some sort of subsidy or some sort of help for these renters. And what is the situation with subsidized housing? Is the government expanding that at all or is that pretty much stagnant at this point? The numbers show that they're trying to expand it. In some cases, funding has increased. It's struggling to increase. It's struggling to keep up with a very fast pace of growth among low-income renters. Dan, is there any disparity in these numbers between urban areas and more rural areas in the United States, or does the pattern pretty much hold across the board? The pattern holds across the board. I think rental challenges are more prolific in urban areas. There's a lot more renting, renting skews towards urban areas, but it's an issue felt all across the country. In our report, we point to other research that has shown, you know, there's no county in the country where a household earning the minimum wage could afford a modest two-bedroom apartment at the local rents. So it's amazing to me in doing this report how Throughout the recession, rents kept going up and up and up. When the headlines were saying how housing affordability, you know, is growing and home prices are coming down, making things more affordable, that really wasn't the case at all for the rental market where a large share of American households are living. Dan McHugh, research manager for the Harvard Joint Center for Housing Studies. Dan, thanks so much for joining us on InfoTrack. Oh, thank you very much. You're listening to InfoTrack. The weekly show with information you should know.